Welcome to Model Secrets. I'm Kim Alley, former model agent and now independent scout with over 30 years of experience in the business. I'm Katya. I have been modeling on the East Coast for several years and build a great community on social media. In our podcast, you will get an insider's look into the modeling world shared by models, photographers, agents, scouts, and other industry professionals. We hope you will have fun learning about the modeling industry with us. Hi. Hi, Natalie. How are you? Good. How are you guys? Good. Welcome to Model Secrets. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Thank you for being here, right? I know. Look at her. She is so cute. Hopefully, we'll put this, be able to put this on YouTube because they need to see you. Well, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so, should we get started, shall we? Yeah. So tell me where you're from. So I'm originally from South Haven, Michigan, and then I currently go to school in Indianapolis, Indiana. Oh, okay. Where do you, so you live in Indiana right now? Yep. For one more semester. And how did you get started modeling? I was actually on a train in Chicago and I got approached by someone and they were like, have you ever modeled or considered modeling? And I was with my dad who was very much like, you know, you go to school, no modeling for you. And I think he kind of saw as we went how like it really is a professional field. And yeah, then I just, it kind of took off from there. So did you stay with that scout or did you? No. no. So we did not stay with that scout. Um, that scout was like a mother agency that was really far away. So I found a mother agency in Indy, but it kind of just got like my gears going that it was something that was possible. Right. Right. How old you, you were when you started? I was 19 when I started. So I was older. Girl, I was 23 years old. <laughs> so uh, you tell me. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> that's so crazy. I look younger for my age. So I think that that kind of helps too, as you do as well. Thank you. You do. You look so young. 19. I would have said you were 19. Yeah. And, and here's the thing. Like, I remember how hard it was for me to get signed and my age was one of the issues because, you know, once they see 23 and then, you know, I was like 24, 25, because I I was signing to different (laughs) agencies at different times. And then once I got signed, I started going to casting and casting directors keep telling me that you look too young. You look too young. You're too young for the job. It's crazy. I mean, what is it? I mean, I'll say that most of the people who are buying like the nice designer clothes are not y'all's age. (laughs) It would be my age. So, so how did you get started in the modeling then? So then I applied to uh, the mother agency, Helen Wells in Indy, and they are amazing. And they kind of just take over. They, uh, my first casting. So I got my first casting for a job was actually also my first casting for the agency. It was kind of weird. So it was for finish line and they, had me do the casting and they watched me do the casting. And I guess that's how they decided if they wanted to like represent you or not, which is kind of unique. I hear, I hear that a lot more often you kind of go in. So yeah, I mean, not intimidating at all. You can just yeah. <laughs> birds with one stone. Actually, that's probably a really good way. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good way to do it. Actually. I'm going to do that from now on. Oh my God. No, please. I feel bad for newer models. And I hope you're like, go and meet the client. Let's see how you do. And the room was like then so much bigger because you had like all the clients and then you also had the whole entire like agency. So it was like so many people. I've never been in a casting that big like since then. 
Right. And did you get with an agency like in New York and Los Angeles? And yeah, so right now I'm also with H Model Management and they are in Paris, like they're taking girls to Paris. So I'll be going to Paris this summer. You are. Is this your first time? Yes, it's my first time. Congratulations. That's wonderful. It's so beautiful. You're going to love it. It's so beautiful. It's so amazing. And so do you have an agency in New York? No, I don't have one. My only one in the States is Indy. Yeah. Not yet. You will. Not yet. Not yet. But I, yeah. I like that idea. So they're sending you to Paris first and then you're, yeah. And then you'll probably do, did they, did they tell you like a plan that you'll have? Yeah. So we'll come back and we'll do New York and then Miami and LA. So it's kind of hard or it was kind of hard with school um, because I'm double majoring in nursing and pre-med. So my class schedule was very like a lot of agencies didn't want me because I couldn't give them the time um, a year ago, but now it's kind of changing. So, so you just graduated uh, this summer. I will be. Oh, congratulations. That is amazing. That's amazing. What made you just decide to study that? Um, well, I wasn't doing modeling at all when I started college mm-hmm. and my parents and my grandparents are all in medicine. So yeah. I guess it's just kind of like the family trade. Yeah. Right. Isn't and that so- amazing how that happens? You just end up going in whatever. So, so mm-hmm. I'm in the modeling world. My husband's in the production world and my son does documentaries. Oh my gosh. I mean, who would have figured, yeah. right? I mean, it just kind of falls right into Here's a camera here. Have this, have this. So, um, and I heard you have like this huge following on TikTok. Yeah, it's growing for sure. You're getting so many views and I just love your videos and how, I don't know, how transparent you are. And it just really feels like you're like a big sister to, you know, all this like younger, I mean, girls and guys. How you, you share, like I haven't, haven't seen other models doing it, like share, you know, things about, and people always ask like, what models do you do in their period? What models do you, like, you know, things like that. Thank you. Like, I just love that you are so, like, honest about everything. And same things about, like, you know, we all hear that. Oh, I mean, you have to be a certain size to model. And I really loved your video when you did talked about it that, yes, if you want to work for certain brands, you might have to, um, you know, lose or gain weight. And that's how the modeling industry is. And I know it's a very sensitive topic. And I just love that video. Thank you. Yeah, that was kind of a one that I had. It was in my drafts for at least two weeks um, because I post a lot about my diet and fitness and I receive a lot of hate saying, you know, you don't have to be a certain size to model. And I think it's a real injustice to young girls going into the industry because then they're going to think something's wrong with them. Like I'm a very slim framed woman as you are as well but even us are told I mean weekly that we need to lose weight and you don't have to listen I think is what they should be told not necessarily don't lose the weight yeah and 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 just to point out which I've said a couple of times in the podcast it's not really the agents or any it's the designers that make these sizes that need these you know the zero to twos and I mean those are the ones that are setting the standards So if the designers start to do what they are, start to change their sizes, what they're making, then they'll be able to have more eights or curves or whatever, you know, what everything. Yeah. So actually there are more brands out there. So maybe you, you know, like why force your body, force yourself to be the sample size if you just 
naturally not going to be as slim as some other girls and guys because there are so many other brands you can work for. There's a commercial world and it's a huge market. Yeah, I agree. And the commercial world pays. I mean, if you're thinking about it as a job, it's it's paying just as well, like debatably, if not better as a high fashion job. I know we all get so excited when we're like, oh, we have a, finally have a campaign with some commercial and you I mean it'll be a continuing partner usually, so. Right. And you think about if you're doing, and then if you're doing commercials, like, you know, actual videos for commercial or be a commercial or whatever it is, you get residuals. So, I mean, not only do you do one, one time, but then you get paid. I mean, I remember getting that check in the mail going, oh my gosh, I got another check. It's so fun when you do that. Yeah. And I think a lot of times you even like kind of market yourself then to even maybe a high fashion brand when you do commercial work, because they'll see you and they're like, oh, who is she? Like, Let's yeah. And, and, and definitely commercial work pays more money than yeah. fashion. I mean, just if, if nobody knows that who's listening, I mean, when you're working for a magazine, you probably make 150 for the day. Editorial does not make a lot of money, but if you're walking down a show, maybe, but nowadays it's kind of like they actually don't pay as much as they used to for shows because it's, you know, it's your privilege to be walking for me. Yeah. I guess unless you're top model <laughs> unless your agency asks for a lot they just you know here, here's the thing they cannot afford to pay other models because they have to pay top models so don't have the top models on we want everybody else to work <laughs> i'm gonna get hate mail no i'm just kidding <laughs> so what clients have you worked with um i would say like my most like recognizable campaign has been with hollister a lot of like younger girls in my following recognize me from there I've also done like Delta faucets and a lot of like wedding um, stuff. And then a few magazine covers as well. My first job was actually magazine cover. So that was fun. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's really great. Thank you. So what would you, so if you have met a girl and they said, well, how do I get started? What would you say to them? Um, I always say that you shouldn't get started right away. I think that you should take like 30 days, maybe even 60 to work on yourself. Because I think a lot of girls, when they want to model, they think that's going to give me confidence. Like that's where I'm going to find myself. And I personally also did that. And I think that it's just so, it can be very detrimental to your mental health because you're going to hear no, especially those first couple months, a million and one times. So I would say you should spend that first couple of days, a couple of months, um, like doing a fitness program and following a strict diet if you need to or want to. And seeking mentorship, maybe even doing therapy, just to make sure that you're going into it super strong and then just hit the ground running. I think that is great advice. I'm going to start saying that <laughs> when, when people send me pictures, cause I get a lot, I'm going to, I'm going to email them back and go, you give me 30 days to think about this, start working out. <laughs> yeah. I think it's great advice. One thing I, you know, when I started modeling and then modeling is business and one thing I realized how much self-discipline it requires because the days you're not doing castings or you're not working you have to work out you have to eat healthy you have to take care of your body you have to reply to emails submit yourself for castings and do a lot of self-tapes because that's something we've started doing I mean since last year there I mean it's it's been always around but now it's more and more and more so you really have to be a very organized person. And if you are not, like that's probably could be something you can work on before getting into modeling. 
Right. And I, I love the part too about like, I don't know about you guys, but you know, I'm not very good at the whole numbers game, like keeping track of receipts and all that stuff and how much money I've made and how, you know, I, I'm totally terrible at that. Katya is really good at it. <laughs> so, I mean, that's even something. Good thing you guys are in it together then. Yeah, no, it's true. It's true though. I mean, that's, you know, it's good to have that balance. And I remember one girl that I placed with an agency up in, she did fantastic. I mean, she, she, she worked for Tommy Hilfiger. She did tons of magazine covers, but her brother was an accountant and it was like perfect for her. <laughs> so all that stuff, you know, you need to know uh, in advance, like, okay, these are the things you need to do. Yeah. I think it shows you if it's something that you think is actually worth doing that stuff for instead of getting it, getting an agency and all of a sudden you're like, I don't know if this is really for me actually. Right. Because as you know, I've heard many times other scouts say, and other agents say, we spend a lot of time developing and, and, and sending pictures out and doing it. And we don't make any money until the model makes money. Okay. So let's see, what's the best source that you feel for models is? I think Instagram has really become a great thing. Uh, just to like look up to girls that have a really strong following and have a really successful career to get advice from them. I mean, like we're in the era of influencers. So I think it's great because you're in one app and you just get it all done. You can look up five different girls and see, you know, what workouts are they doing? How are they presenting themselves publicly? And um, a lot of them have like even agencies in their bios that if you're looking to get signed, you could potentially even like send in your digitals or something like that. Right. I love Instagram. It can also be dangerous though, because it's like, you don't want your career to look like their career too. So I think everything with a grain of salt. And, you know, one of the things that we just put for a model tip is don't compare yourself. <laughs> Cause don't you compare, I mean, you're like looking at, Oh my God, the feet is so beautiful. And I'm like, I don't have that kind of feet. <laughs> I don't look that way. Yeah. I think that you can draw inspiration from it, but you do have to be careful that you don't get too entangled in it. Right. What are your favorite things that you love about modeling? I love media. I love doing editorial shoots, even though they, as we said, don't pay a lot. Um, I just love the creativity behind it. And I think everyone in the industry is so passionate about what their job is. I find like, I feel like privileged to be in their presence because they're so excited to show this, whatever their vision is. So I just love their energy. I love going to sets and everyone being super stoked. Yeah. Right. And what, so what's something you don't like about the business? Um, probably trying to decide if you want to gain or lose weight for a client. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It can be stressful. And I don't think that there's any right or wrong way to do it. And I think that might be the hardest part is because you're like, uh, it's your own mental. Yeah. I wish that, you know, it it was one girl I signed a long time ago with a big agency and she could not, like her body is not that, you know, size two or four, even six, her body is naturally like bigger and like more curves and it's beautiful. I mean, it's beautiful. And, but she could never get to that right size that they needed her. You know, it's, it's hard because you're like, Oh God, I need to lose this weight. no, no, it's just, you're just perfect just the way you are and you can make it work. And one of the other things is it's not only can you be a model, but you can have all, the whole industry is open to anything. You can be an agent, you can be a scout, you can, you know, work at a magazine. There's so many other avenues to go down. Yeah. I think that's also important. Is like, it is an industry and it is a career and you're not necessarily 
in one only specific spot. Like you don't have to be a high fashion runway model. You can do so many different things. Right. And like me, I bottled and then I became a scout well, agent, then a scout. <laughs> so, you know, you could just keep going in it forever and ever. And now doing model secrets, <laughs> you could just keep going in it. <laughs> I get really old and I'm kind of like, Katya, come and help me out of the, <laughs> we got to do a podcast, Katya. The color is what, uh, I mean, it's amazing because you are in the industry that you're passionate about and you were able to, you know, transition from being a model and doing something different because that's something people ask. Like, I get that question a lot. People are like, okay, what's, what are you going to do after modeling? <laughs> like, what's next? What's plan B? Do you have a plan B? Nurse? Yeah, my plan B, I think, is nursing right now. I mean, I love it. I plan to even do it while I'm model. I also think social media is going pretty well right now. So maybe even social media, I don't know, maybe all three, I get bored easily. So maybe it'll be good. <laughs> Just do everything. Why not? It's amazing how you've been able to evolve within the same industry. Yeah. I mean, I, I love, I mean, I, I just can't even imagine not doing it. I mean, I will always have Kimali models. I can't imagine any other way. That's definitely a question that I get a lot as well, though, is people, people don't know, like, how long can a career last or like how to make your career as long as possible? Yeah. You just don't know. I mean, the reason why I stopped was because after 13 years of doing it, which was, I think a pretty long time. I just couldn't stand it anymore. I was like, no, don't touch my face anymore. Your pores had enough. Yeah. <laughs> my face had enough makeup on it. <laughs> I mean, I can imagine like after, you know, sometime, I mean, you also like, you don't know, because you don't know, maybe in five years, you're going to say like, I don't want to model anymore. And we're going to do something different because we also, I mean, we grow, we learn, we change change yeah um so it's, it's really hard to tell i don't know what people never ask other people about like what they're gonna you know what they're gonna do after you know being a lawyer yeah, <laughs> yeah. but it's a time period i mean i know a lot of models my age are still model you know they they got back into it you know so i guess you can do that but yeah there's like a whole nother industry i feel like in women that are middle-aged or even old age with like even like wrinkle commercials and stuff like that I mean, companies like It Cosmetics, like they always looking for models with different skin conditions, always. With lots of wrinkles? I mean, not necessarily, but maybe acne, maybe uh, eczema. They're not going to book a 20 years old model. They're probably going to look for someone older. And I see it all the time. And there are so many models in their like 30s, mid 30s now that are very successful and working a lot. And I feel like the age has been adjusted as well. Tell me if I'm wrong, but I feel like it used to be that you hit like you were 25 years old and you actually out. <laughs> yeah, 27 was my age. Yeah. Yeah, because girls were starting so early and guys 14, 15 years old and after 10, 15 years of mo modeling. You're burnt out. <laughs> There's so many like lifestyle models now too for different companies. I think that that's prolonging people's careers. So what, what hurdles have you faced in, in the modeling industry? Was it, is it mainly the weight part or the body image or what, what do you feel is your, I think the hardest thing for me has been, I have, at least I've been told I have more of like a high fashion face or I have just more unique facial features with my bangs and my dimple chin and my cheekbones, but my body type, I am like a steady two, four instead of a steady zero two. And so it's just like that extra inch that has been like my my demise <laughs> it follows me in my sleep <laughs> oh no please don't let it please don't let it 
No, yeah. And I think that's the other thing is like, I mean, I think about my Hollister commercials. That was my highest paying, longest campaign I've ever done. That's, I wouldn't have had that if I was a size zero because they're booking twos and fours. Exactly. And here's the thing, like you can get to size zero and be miserable, have a such a bad mental health, maybe book a job, but be miserable. And why do that? And likely, like we are seeing a change. We are seeing um, more inclusivity. inclusivity. <laughs> and uh, Kim and I always talk about it. And, you know, it's so amazing how it has changed in, just in a few years. It really has. Even my, I mean, I've only been modeling for two years, but even in those two years, there's been a change in my opinion. Yeah, they're re- I mean, it's been a huge change, a huge change. And the girls I thought they wanted, now there's totally different. I mean, everything's di- everything's totally different. <laughs> What's that like for you as a scout? Are you like scouting different girls now? Yes. Yes. And and it, and it really does make a difference how many followers you have. Unfortunately, I mean, they always ask, "Okay, well, how many followers? Can we see their Instagram?" I mean, that's basically what it is. And then they want more diversity, which is great. I mean, I think it's awesome, but it's definitely, you know, even my pretty girls that are like blonde and stuff, they're just not getting signed as quickly as I would want them to be because right now it's just all about diversity, which is great. Like I said, but you know. So going back to social media, I just really wanted to ask you like, how you plan your content? Do you do it in one day? Because I know some people do, you know, content in, in one day and others like just do it whenever you feel like it. How do you approach it? So I try to post three videos a day, at least. Um, I find like that's what I think helped me grow like so quickly. So like I said, I'm in school. So I will try to film a video every day, but I know that there's gonna be some days that I can't. And some days I feel super inspired. So I would say there's at least one day a week where I just make so much content because I'm just loving it. It's really enjoyable and I'll just draft it. And I'm then there's other days that I'll film, you know, one or two videos, maybe I need to pull one for my drafts. So some of my videos, you'll see like two weeks, you know, past when they're filmed, but I would say majority of them were filmed that day. But I always just keep that draft because I never want it to be in a position where like I'm busy and freaking out because I have to post another video and I don't have a video. So you do it basically every day. Yeah. Yeah. Usually 7am is when they get filmed. Katia, how often do you film them? I have to get back to it because I used to actually do a few videos a day uh, and then I mean I started another job and we started model stickers and now I have so so many jobs uh, that but I do feel like I need to get back to posting more because it's more competitive now you know if one year ago I could have posted something and go viral like this now I mean it's all about how good is your content and yeah, you have to be consistent. You have to post, I mean, at least once a day. And, you know, there are dates when you just feel more inspired. You know, sometimes when I come back from shoots and I have this energy, if it was like a short um, day of shooting and I already have the makeup and hair done and something as you said, like I love working with people and I get, you know, energized and a lot of times I actually done it like I come back and I'm just doing many TikToks because it's hard to film every day. I know a lot of creators, you know, maybe once a week, they just create enough content for the whole week. I think that that might be a better plan, honestly. I think my plan right now might have some flaws in it. 
because I think there are some days where I'll wake up and you can tell that I'm just like, I'm doing it because I know that I need to put the content out there, not necessarily because I'm like so excited to share it, which I mean, I am eventually, but just at seven in the morning, sometimes it just doesn't really hit the right way. And so I think that I want to do more, especially that's a great point about already having your makeup done. I never even thought about that. I should save it for after my shoes. That's brilliant. <laughs> it's funny because like I'll put on like my mascara, or my whatever I'm putting on for the video and then I'll run to the bathroom, wash it all off and then I run out to my shoe. I'm like, it's probably so counterproductive now that I think about it. <laughs> so do you, do you film on your phone or do you use any other equipment? Yeah, I just film on my phone. Um, I edit on the TikTok app. I like it way more. I don't know why. I just think it's really simple to keep it all in the app. And none of my videos are that crazy. Like I've, your videos seem much more like intricate than mine are just like, I'm just sitting here and talking, so. I love what you're doing. And that's something that I actually need to embrace myself doing more talking videos. I got this feedback from some people that know me uh, in person and then they see my social media and they do, uh, did tell me that you know you come up as just a pretty girl and I was like you know what yeah I guess so I just I need to do more personality ones right because you have a great personality gotta show it thank you and it's interesting because Andrea and I we've talked about it because she's also we both you know English is our second language and we're from different countries even though like we've been here for a while and we speak fluently you still sub subconsciously it's hard because you do think that people are gonna make fun of you or you know judge in a way even though as a model you're so used to it I just don't know what's about it but yeah I'm trying to do more of it but as far as the other videos I also edited them in TikTok I just love editing there it's just so simple and I know people use other apps but I just do everything in TikTok that's so funny that you think that like not funny. I mean, it's really sad, but also funny that you think that people notice your accents. I think it's like the best thing about you. Like, I think that I know it's beautiful. Yeah. I like if I had your accent, I would talk it off of that for the rest of my life. I know. I'd be talking like that all the time. And being a model, I think a lot of like young girls, like they love that you are a model and you're a foreign, like that's just like the idea of modeling, like a foreign girl in a different country like, pursuing a dream. So, and now she's American citizen. Yeah, I saw that. Congratulations. So it's double great. Oh my God, guys. So like, I'm getting, I'm getting, I'm getting rat now. <laughs> no, but seriously, yeah. it is true. It's really true. I mean, your personality is so great. And it's so unique. I and mean, there's no other girls that I've at least seen on TikTok with your story. Well, there you go. Okay, enough about me. Let's get back to Natalie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, it's, this is part of it because it is, it, when you think about it, it's like you have, you you're so beautiful. You have such a great personality, but you're, you know, thinking about your accent, you know, it's just interesting how we all kind of see ourselves sometimes that, you know, whatever it is, me, uh, my age, or. I think it's also like a good thing for models to know is like your accent is something that's unique about you. And I think in the industry, you have to really run with those kind of things. Yeah. Well, that, and that's what the agencies do look for. They always look for what is unique about you like you were saying how the industry is kind of changing right now I think that that's just going to get more and more prevalent and all the agents they want to know what your story is so what's your story tell us about yourself yeah um well I guess I grew up in a single parent home in Michigan 
So I kind of just saw how my mom worked extremely hard and then my dad's obviously in my life right now and supporting me. But I think that that kind of shaped who I was a lot as a person to see such a strong, hardworking woman. So that's kind of like the main gist of my personal life story. And now my dad's like my best friend and he's the one that got me scouted, which is crazy. Like standing next to him on the train in Chicago. So it's gone full circle and now I'm going to college and getting to meet a lot of people. And it's interesting being in a college town and modeling. So I'm, it's like a very small town that I go to college at. So when I'm like out and about, people kind of just know me as like the girl that models because there's no one else here that does that. Versus I feel like if you go to a big school like Michigan State or something, like there's probably 20 girls there that, that models. So I think starting social media and doing TikToks, it's something that was originally kind of made fun of and like made a joke of and group chats, people would send them to me and be like, oh my gosh, this is so weird. Like, why are you talking about periods on the internet? But I think that's another thing that you have to get used to with modeling is just putting yourself out there and, you know, not everyone's going to like you and that's for everyone, not just models. That's so true. And it's interesting because since I grew up in Russia and it was different that, I mean, now, yeah, people use social media and share more, but I remember how weird it was seeing someone like sharing too much of their life or talking, you know, or if something happens, share that. I've been doing social media for, you know, I don't know how many years. I mean, but it grew last year, but I was doing it before. Um, I don't, I mean, you guys know that my, my cat just had a surgery and old me would never share that on social media. But the way I see social media now, I share not just the highlights of my life, but whatever is happening. And I, I think people still do that, that they share that, you know, their perfect life. And then it's easy for other people to start comparing themselves and thinking, you know, that, oh, I mean, she's a model. She's like traveling the world, working with all these like designers and everything is perfect. And I just think it's just so important for models and, you know, influencers, creators to share more real life. I mean, you have to share everything, but be real about what is happening because we all go through things and I mean, things happen, it's life. Right. And I think most people don't want to really talk to people who are not real. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's not very interesting. Like I was just talking to somebody on the phone, I won't say because I was just talking to them. And, you know, it was like corporate world. It was just a court. It didn't. I mean, I was like, tell me something about yourself. You know, it's like just just a little more like depth about you. Not that, oh, I, you know, I want to model. I want to. Okay. But what else? <laughs> you know, there's got to be something more there. You know, and that's what makes everybody so unique and special. I think in social media, that definitely is something that people look forward to, at least me, myself, I, I want to know more about the people that you're following. And even if you're going to take videos that maybe aren't so personal, I think it's good to mix in a few that's like, I'm a normal person too. You know, my cat had surgery and that was a traumatic thing. Or, you know, I've had a bad week at school, things like that, I think make you seem normal. Yeah, I, I love that. And also speaking of, we just talked about it, that we all like have, you know, our like flaws, insecurities, something, you know, for me, I mean, even though like I'm working in it, like my accent, you know, that's been stopping me from creating those videos. And I always tell the girls that it is going to be something. So for one, 
person it's going to be your height or maybe you're going to be insecure your nose or it's going to be that you're more muscular uh that the modeling industry wants you to be but at the end of the day there is no perfect person the thing about social media that sometimes we tend to think that everything is perfect i never compared myself to anyone until social media kind of evolved in our life because growing up as a teenager i never even compared myself to anyone and then in my 20s i actually kind of been catching myself that like why do i compare you know my body to someone else crazy yeah i agree and i think it's even hard like past social media but something in the modeling industry it's hard when you walk into a casting and you're like immediately you see 20 beautiful girls and you're like oh oh there goes my job right but you know that each person has their unique thing i have one girl who has these big ears and they're and they're so she is so adorable and she smiles these beautiful teeth and she has these big ears and it's like so cool and I'm like she's like oh my ears I'm like no slick all your hair back let's see them you know and that's you know I'm sure her whole life she's had you know people oh you got big ears whatever but that's what makes her so special and so unique is just that one little thing can make her so amazing plus she's studying you know she's to be a neuroscientist she just graduated so (laughs) there's that too you know it's it's special I mean that's what that we what we have to work with yeah and I think everyone has those like you even hear I know Kendall Jenner just did an interview talking about all of her insecurities and I mean, I, I look up to her and when I look at her Instagram feed, I'm like, oh my gosh, how does she look like that? And you just have to think like someone is probably saying the exact same things about the things you're most insecure about on yourself. Right. And how is she insecure? It's a, a, amazing. I don't, I don't know. Have you ever watched the uh, Cardassians keeping out with the Cardassians? I love that show. Katya, have you ever watched it? I actually have not. I got addicted to it and I was like, I can't believe they have any insecurities. I mean, they're just like, it's everything about them is so unique, so special. They're like this huge brand. They advertise themselves and and it's crazy. And you would think she would never have any kind of insecurities. And it just goes to show that, you know, that we all have it. And that's why it's just so amazing that, you know, like that's why I also love social media. I love my platform and I'm sure it's the same for you, Natalie. It's just that to, you know, help these younger girls and guys to feel better about themselves, to not feel like you were, you know, there is something wrong with you. Because I mean, someone messaged me like, do I need to get a nose job before getting into modeling? I was like, no, like what are you talking about? Like, and people, like people think that way because I guess they were brainwashed in a way that you do have to look a certain way to be a model and again going back to you know the diversity because it is changing now and I'm happy for a newer generation that is growing up right now because they're seeing different people in media they're seeing different mannequins at boutiques it breaks my heart when I get like DMs from girls that are like, I know I can never model because of this, but thank you for your videos. So I think it just, the industry is becoming much more inclusive. Thank God. So what are this, if you could name like two or three people that you really, uh, you admire, who would they be? Um, I love Coco Rocha. I feel like that's such like a basic answer, but I mean, she's amazing at yeah. posing and 
yeah, she's obviously made quite the career for herself. She's still going strong. And um, Kendall Jenner too, which is another basic one, but I love, <laughs> I love how she has like branded herself both on social media and in modeling. I think it's cool how she's integrated them. Actually, Coco Rocha, I mean, she, I took her online modeling camp and I remember she was talking about how when she started social media, that people in the industry were like attacking her and telling her that, you know, like you're going to destroy your career. Really? Yeah. Like how different it was back then. Wow. Right. It's amazing. And, but she uh, embraced it and continued and it helped her career eventually. And, you know, now we know that we need to use social media, but when it just came out, it, it was not accepted by the modeling industry because it was all about this mystery. Yeah, that is crazy. So what is something, Natalie, that you would like to do that you're not doing in the modeling industry? I've never walked at Fashion Week. I've yet to walk at Fashion Week. So I'm hoping that this is the year that, that I do that. You will, for sure. I mean, I, I, can see, I can see you doing it. Yes. I can't wait to see you do it. Hopefully. I'm excited. I think it's a great experience. I think every model, you know, wants to say that they walked at Fashion Week. So hopefully that happens. And then you'll see if you if you like it or not. Yeah. You might not even like the pressure is pretty pretty strong. That's why it's kind of chaotic. Yeah. Yeah. It's, and it's a very, very long day. <laughs> yes. And nerve wracking. <laughs> the part that's terrible. It's but- like, ah. But it's still a great experience. But it's great. Yeah. Yeah. You, yeah you, great. You'll have to experience it. And, yeah, yeah. You will. So where can people find you? Yeah. So I'm on TikTok. It's Natalie X Elise. And then I'm on Instagram, which is Natalie.Beeson. Awesome. It was so happy that you were able to come and talk to us. Yeah. Thank you guys so much. This is so fun. <laughs> I know. It's like, it, you didn't even, it's just like chatting with the girls. <laughs> I know. I feel like we've known each other for years now. <laughs> yeah. So if, I mean, if you ever on the East coast, um, I mean, I'm in DC and Kim is in Richmond. Yeah. So let us know. Yeah. You, let us know. You, definitely. When you come to New York, let us know. Maybe we'll be oh, yeah. up there. Maybe we'll see each other at fashion week. <laughs> oh, I love that. We'll I come like and that. watch you walk down. Yep. You and Katya walk down the road. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That was like a plan. <laughs> yep. Perfect. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Bye. Bye. We hope you enjoyed our podcast. For more episodes, as well as our online modeling workshop, visit modelsecrets.online. See you next week.